last time on Join the Party. The party rides to the edge of Chronopolis, where they watch the weather flip through the seasons. The environment is seriously messed up. Anara, as you scramble up to get away from the rose bush, a thorny vine shoots out of the middle of the bush and grabs you by the ankle, like a raging, terrible flower monster. Luckily, the party figured out its greatest weakness. I think plants like, are flammable. I don't know. A plant? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Everyone continues into Chronopolis, and Tracy realizes he's heard some of the conversations happening in the town. They're lines from the book of things to come. That means there's only one person or deity who could be responsible. There can't be anything else that you could do than sitting here with old Zaywool and putting up his feet. Are you cold? Is it cold in here? I think it's cold in here. Zaywool, god of death and time. The book of things to come flies open and they read the new text on the next page. Defeat the Rose Hydra. Run with the cows. Groom Mr. Pickles. Attend the opera. Clean the horse stables. Retrieve the golden wool. Complete the labyrinth of Dawnrise. That is quite a to-do list. Just add get milk at the bottom. Let's get the party started. Come in, sit down. I don't want anyone to be hurting uh, their feet or anything. Please close the door. Please, I don't want to get a draft in, or then my, my hand is going to go all over the place. It's going to mess up with my compassness. So, though I don't know where to point to, please come in, sit down. Sit down. Maria, I haven't seen you since you were this tall. I know you can't tell because I'm trapped inside of a compass, but you were pretty small at the time when I last saw you. Who has the book? I feel it. I know it's here. I can't see it, but I sense it. Who has the book here? Tracy timidly raises his hand. Ah, Metal Boy. Hello. He puts his hand down really fast. Oh, no. I, I saw it. Right, come, come here. Tracy takes one timid step forward. Ah, come over here. He takes one more timid step ah, forward. You're going to keep making this step forward. Come on. How do you even know where I am? You're a compass. I'm also... The ruler of uh, the death world and people's mortality. Tracy takes one time, giant step backwards. And also of time and space and everything else. Let's so, uh, over here. Tracy walks over. All right. The book starts to float out of your hands. And again, the pages ruffle forward and ruffle back and then open out to the to-do list. I've been meaning to do this for such a long time. Uh, you know, now that I have a little bit more power around here, I figure uh, I just uh, you know, mess it around. You know. Have some fun. And, uh, it turns out that some people, Maria, don't like it when I go around and do the things that I shouldn't be doing. So I guess you gotta clean it up. Oops. Oops. How, how inconsiderate of me as the god of death, time, and trickery to be doing all these things that I shouldn't be doing. I'm so sorry. You can't tell, but I'm pouting and the speaker has her hands, her arms folded across her chest the entire time. In our snorts. <laughs> I feel a little bad. I know I'm flexing my, my muscles here. I never get the chance. So, really, it's on you all for not caring about me more. If you just came by to the dome more often and just looked around and be like, Wow, what great Chronopolis you have. Thanks for the fields, Zayol. Thanks for all the food and everything. That would be so much nicer. But, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. If you all, hey, you, you big, strong uh, men and women and people and everything you have here. If you all just, eh, just put it back. Just put it back. I, uh, I'll, 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 I'll make it worth your while. Put what back? Yeah, everything. The stuff. They have a to-do list. I even made you a list. You're not even using your eyes. I made you a list. If you do all the things on the list, I will, I, I'll give you something. I Okay. I think on three, let everybody say, well, let's all say I'm sorry. All at the same time. Okay, everybody here. You, Bridge. Speaker. Hey, you, you my new friends here. What? You three? Okay. Everybody. Uh, you. All the... the 
strong and silent types over there. Everybody, I'm gonna say I'm sorry on three, okay? One, two, three. I'm sorry. I noticed that nobody else said I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you should be sorry. You've uh, caused a ton of chaos here. What? It's, it's one of my things. I don't know. I'm sorry that all of you have not been studying me. And that's fair, but sometimes I get into that. You're really level. bad at communicating. I think I, I think you're all, but you're bad at communicating. You don't call. So who's the bad communicator here? We Tracy, he's you. right. You don't call. I tried to write your book, and all you did was... Who, who writes in books? Whoever writes notes in other people's books should be going down to where they're coming with me. If you know what I'm saying. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, here, here, here's what we're going to do. If you all, you, you, everybody here... You, you, you be your peoples. If you finish my to-do list, which I, I know I did it myself, but now I need help because I'm a frail old god. Please help me. <laughs> if you help me, I can give you something in return. What would the god of time be able to show all of you? you can erase my wrinkles, I guess. Okay, if you want to see that, as for me, this is okay. I, you can ask me a question, and in return. I will show you one minute of anyone's memory. Ooh, wow, what a good, wow. A Tracy good looks over at Johnny Denar and it's like, guys, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know, I thought he was gonna say the future. That seems a little more compelling. Maybe we could, oh, let's, let's, um, let's negotiate. Maybe we can get a future too. I think this is too many things for just a minute. Yeah, maybe we get one wish commandment for everything on the list. Well, uh, Capital. We're hey, talking hey, amongst hey, ourselves. Hey, hey, hey. This is an aside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, I think you're the, you want to do the, the. I am not the right person, unfortunately, for this. But you're guy. the most charming. I, uh, not again. I have like. All right, Anar, you're the second most charming. Here. I kind of have a, a problem with authority figures, so I don't know if I'm the right choice. Um, should we okay, maybe? Okay, because probably okay. Well, it's really trying. All right, the speaker. The speaker stands up and says, "Okay, hold, hold on. Let's ever everyone take. No one is running into any of your deals here. Who makes deals with the Death God? Who thinks that's who thinks that's a good idea?" Tracy timidly raises. No, her head. Oh, Tracy. In, in our, I think this thing's pretty cool. Uh, no, uh, define memory here. What What do you mean, memory? It's like it has to be in the past, has to be somebody we know. You have infinite power, according to you. Whoa, what does memory mean? You know, uh, yeah, forwards, backwards, anytime. If you're future, in the past, anybody you know, anyone you might know, just I need a name, and then I can go from there. How's that? One, two, three. One for each of you. Whoever wants to participate in this uh, scavenger hunt, uh, errand running, Thing that I got going. You got each one of you gets one minute. Whoever whoever wants to do it. Uh, so is this like the kind of looking at the future that means that I'll mess up my own future by trying to avoid it? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, no. <laughs> Sir, that's not very convincing. You you made a, you made a whole noise there before it. <laughs> that was a very long noise. It's just the way that I talk. <laughs> weather conditions, weather and what you do next. Oh, uh, speaking of weather conditions, you should probably fix that before we continue. I, I can't. Once again, once all these things again put back together, it'll be fine. Why do you? You almost said you can't. Uh, you know, once you set some things in motion, you can't. Uh, it sounds like you messed up your whole thing just so you can make someone come and fix your whole thing. Alright, listen. What is this coming to uh, a, a. You know what? It's fine. Okay, how about a minute and a half? The noises are getting a higher pitch. And a half memory for anybody you want, okay? That's not really persuasive for us. Why do you want us to do this in the first place? Why should we fix it? You can get the sense that this compass is directing everything towards the speaker. Because, you know, with the thing people. But the people around it, they don't like it. Eh, I need to fix it. And the speaker coughs <laughs> loudly. It's because the balance of the Trinity will be unbalanced if Zeul is put in the godly doghouse, as it were. Ah. I, uh, I, haven't, I haven't talked to you three about where I 
come from. Or anything, really. Anything you're, at you're all. You're pretty vague, usually, yeah. to be honest. No, except, you're like, go here now. Yeah, fight this thing. It's like, I won't do it. It's like one bagel. Yeah, there's like a giant rose hydra, but yeah, I'll just take the seedlings. It'll be fine. Oh, where's Alonzo? Oh, I lost it. Bye. You are all hurtful, and I can't believe I'm sharing this information with you, but okay. I'm opening my... Everyone tell... I'm just a little closed off, but here's here's my opportunity to share more. Um, the the line of speakers are all summoned Azamar on behalf of Adama, the compass snort. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Adama represents all people and people who are going about their lives and just keeping the relationships between every living thing going. So I have a very small sliver of Adama inside me. What it's what makes me godly. That's really cool. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. Yeah. Why? Why aren't all meals unlimited always? Then that's a good question. I, I don't. Do I don't not have it, that much that, control over <laughs> over all of those mm, things. Okay. I'm here to make sure everything in the concentric states goes smoothly. It has not always gone smoothly, which is why I'm here. So if Zeul, Grandfather Time over here, was that a joke, guys? Sick burn speaker. Thank you, thank you. Oh, okay. um, if Grandfather Time doesn't get his act together, then Devar and Adama are going to take away some of his power. Sounds like a you problem, my dude. It is an us problem. My dude. <laughs> I made her say my dude. That was really good, Ara. Thanks, bro. So, I need to be here to look after the compass, and I need other people to help. I'm in. I know something I want to see. Tracy turns to the compass and tries to, like, shake its hand. <laughs> like, I'm in, too. Do you, like, exert a small magnetic field at it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are you going to help us? What's the deal? The speaker puts a hand on Tracy's shoulder and says, The fate of the world depends on you. I need to be here to make sure Zeol doesn't open up any more ridiculousness within the Chronopolis city limits. I'll take two memories, 45 seconds each. <sighs> two memories, 30 seconds. Two memories, 40 seconds each, half a pastrami sandwich. All right, that's a deal. You can have the other half. Thank you. All right, guys, which of these sounds uh, least dangerous? The cow sounds fun. No, nope, um, no, it does not. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little cooped up. That could be fun. Yeah, let's do cow. I mean, cows are fun. They're nice, I think. I yeah. don't like never, to run. I've never met a cow. Johnny, you can be our spotter. Get it? Cows spots. Yo, what's up? Let's go. <laughs> Okay. All right. First one. Cows. Good. To, that is a good start. All you have to do is just step out the door, and you're gonna get going. Okay. Don't worry about. It. Just go. Get it. Get on out of here. Any more hints or ideas? See or... you later. Okay. All right. You got a lot of a lot of fight. A lot of. Okay. Don't worry about it. On the other side of the lecture hall, there are stairs also leading up to other seats, but it kind of, it ends at a wall on the other side, and you see that a door is starting to be etched in the wall, and then just pops out. Go out that way. Have fun on your first task. That's not suspicious. Let's go. Make me walk. Tracy gleefully skips up the stairs. Oh, okay. He's ready to see some cows. Johnny casts Blade Ward on himself and follows Tracy. <laughs> okay. That's a cantrip. Okay. As Anara walks past the table with the compass on it, she holds her hand out as if to poke it and then, like, makes a little howdy-do gesture <laughs> because she doesn't at the last minute and runs after Tracy. Tracy, you open the door, and the outside are beautiful rolling hills. I love this! And Tracy jumps through. Anara plugs her nose and follows. The door closes behind you. And you turn around, and the door is gone. And you are in the middle of a pasture. And you look back, and you can see the big Chronopolis city in the distance. And now you're just kind of like in the middle of a field. How's the weather? It's actually pretty nice. It's holding at, like, early spring. 
you look around and there's a sign planted next to the road in the pasture and you are in Dairy Dells. Dairy Dells is a bucolic collection of ranches on the outside of Chronopolis. So you know I was talking about the greater Chronopolis area. This is like on the other side of the city from where you entered. There's like a bunch of fields around and there's a main street and there's some small town stuff. There's a market and a church and a town hall and which is public space and a bank and a post office and all that other good stuff. There are stone walls that line this main road and there is nobody on the street because all the businesses are closed. The only activity you see is around the town hall area. People are like setting up tables and putting up decorations. A lot of fanfare happening around the town hall area. The book flips open to the next page and it says, Oh, you know, uh, head on over to the town hall. Please. Tracy skips off towards the town hall. <laughs> Gleefully. Now straightens her, uh, her vest a little bit and follows. Johnny grabs a wheat <laughs> thing, puts it in his mouth, tips his hat, kicks his spurs, and says, Boy, howdy. So as you walk up to the town hall, you see that everyone is running around trying to get something set up for a party. And it's pretty big. This is the entire town hall is like plastered with uh, flowers and decorations and lights. And there are a lot of cow imagery. There's like decorations that have like a string of cows together. And there are like big signs that have cows. And there's like pin the tail, tail. tail on the cow. And there is a older woman uh, holding a clipboard who is directing everybody around. She's a half elf, and uh, she's very focused, and she's yelling at everyone to move a little bit faster. Tracy runs up to her and says, "Hi, I'm Tracy. What can I do to help? This sounds really fun." Uh, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know, Tracy, why don't? Oh, you know, we need someone to help the food trucks come in uh, for the big fest. Yes, I'm so on top of that. Okay, so just guard. We're gonna have them pull them back. You know, and yeah. uh, this is going to be perfect. Just make sure that they don't bump into anything. All okay, right. I'm on it. Okay. How about me? I'm Anara. I'm uh, I'm strong and I'm, I'm sneaky, not subtle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, you know, we need more paper plates. Do you have any paper plates? Were you assigned to bring paper plates? No, I can like fix stuff or yell at people. How are we supposed to have a running of the cows if we don't have enough paper plates? This is crazy. Should I go steal some? I mean... Go, yes. Whatever you have to do, go steal some plates. Alright. <laughs> so we know one thing about this town. Morals are loose. <laughs> Listen, we need to do whatever we have to do to get this festival going. This we is utter chaos. Sir, <laughs> if you're not... <laughs> If you're not going to help and you're just going to stand there and make puns in my face, please get out of here now. I'm already having enough problems. I find the other octogenarians and go sit with them playing chess. Keep going. Too far, too far. Tracy gets run over by a taco truck. <laughs> Takes 20 <laughs> points. Tra- tra- you take, a worthy death. <laughs> you take 15 yeah. points of damage, but you get two tacos. <laughs> A uh, younger woman runs inside and runs right at the woman with the clipboard. She says, "Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa, we have a we have a problem. We have a big problem with the cows. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be able to run." Alyssa looks at the younger woman and says, "The whole point of the running with the cows is that we have cows to run with. What are you talking about?" Well, I was just at uh, the Abbott farm, uh, and all the cows are pretty, pretty sick. They keep jumping all over each other, and they're mooing loudly, and some of them have clawed feet, and it's probably... I don't know. I didn't do it. I didn't do it in the first place. Wait. This is... This is perfect. This is going to be the best running of the cows ever. This is crazy. This is a blessing from on high. Everyone is going to remember this festival that I organized. I'm going to head towards the Abbott Farm. I was planning to break into the general store, but this seems more interesting, so I'm going to uh, run after Johnny. Back it up! Trace, Trace, we we need you. Come here. Oh, okay. I'm with you guys. As soon as the truck Tracy just keeps leaves, backing up. It's just like two trucks crashing into each other. And they go, wah, wah, wah. 
Your spaghetti's in my tacos. Your tacos got in my spaghetti. And that's Whoa, how spaghetti tacos. The spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so they, I really want to vomit now. Now Alyssa will be known for two things. <laughs> okay, so there are signs pointing towards everyone's like respective farms. Uh, there's one for like Huckleberry Farms, and there's one for the Champions Farm, and there's another one that points towards Abbott Field. We're gonna head towards Abbott Farm and check out these Claude Moomoos. It's a respectable little farm. There's a, a little, a nice little barn. And there's a house next to it. The, the main feature of this farm is off to the right side, there is a very large pen of cows. These cows are all dark brown with like small white spots on them. And uh, they are like on top of each other. They are uh, pretty packed in there next to each other. But they're also like bumping into each other and bothering each other. There's a little bit aggressive towards each other. Like some of them are like biting and like snorting at each other. And there's a big uh, metal gate that kind of just lets them out onto Main Street, which you are, like, walking on the way out of town. This farm is right off of Main Street. And uh, standing on the sides of the fields are a old ranch hand and a teenage girl who are just kind of looking down at the cows. Howdy! Your cows don't look quite right! <laughs> Also, hi. We we came from the festival. We're just we're just checking. The ranch hand jumps down off the fence, smooths his shirt down. He says, "Y'all could tell from here that these cows ain't right." That one bit that one. Yeah, and, and that one's trying to chew the other one's leg off. That one's got claws. Yeah, well. Okay, yeah. No, that, one, that one's pretty apparent. <laughs> My, that one's on me. I'm sorry that I assumed. <laughs> what what's the deal, man? Uh, hi. so, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Tracy. Hello, Nara. This is Johnny. Uh, well, I welcome to Abbott's farm. I'm Ferguson. It's nice to meet y'all. You're not from around here. There's like a hundred people who live in the Dells. What's up, my accent? <laughs> no, your accent is very much on point. Actually, I, I recognize it. Sounds a lot like mine. But, uh, where, <laughs> <laughs> where, where are y'all from? Great green. From the desert. Oh, yeah. So y'all have never seen a uh, run of the cows before. Well, let me tell you, this festival is the greatest thing that you can see in any of the way on Chronopolis. Uh, it's lovely, and I, I take pride in my cows here, and uh, I'm just a lowly dairy farmer. Actually, I'm not lowly. I'm a highly dairy farmer. <laughs> Let's just turn a phrase that I can do here. What, what no need to be self-deprecating. <laughs> I, I take pride in my cows. You, can you see should. I, and another and a goat cow fucking bites the other cow. Go, <laughs> so here's what Ferguson is going to explain to you. These cows are used to commemorate a legend around the time of Chronopolis. So you know that this current iteration of Chronopolis is relatively new. Chronopolis has only been around for a few hundred years, but right. before that, it was just kind of like a lawless place. So according to legend, a milkmaid named Maya saved the city from bandits. I actually have a poem that I read, but it's very long. Basically, every year, this section of the city, the Dairy Dells, reenacts the running of the cows from the poem. Maya lets a bunch of cows run free and runs over the bandits and all this stuff. City folk and tourists have fun dressing like bandits and running from the cows, which usually just kind of plot along while ranchers just got to move them forward. And it's a whole thing. And anyone has only hurt themselves by twisting their ankle. But this year, the cows have gone mad. They become super aggressive, and they attack anyone who wanders near them. This fence is really not holding them together. Ferguson's been trying to explain to Alyssa, who is the organizer of this year's festival, that the running of the cows should pretty much just be canceled. But a lot of people believe that this is a blessing from Adama, just like Maya received before when she saved her from the bandits. There is overwhelming support from the townspeople that the event she is going to proceed, but turnout is going to be really, really big because this is a big deal. Some speculate that bandits will actually be returning to settle score on that day. And then the cows are going to save the day because they're super aggressive. Ferguson is really worried that if anyone gets near these cows, then they're going to get messed up. Oof, Ferguson, you've got a gift for exposition. Yeah, well, uh, I, was, I was first in speech and debate in my high school class, so uh. Thank you. Listen, I can. I know these cows better than anyone. I raised them since they were all little calves. They are fine. 
I, something is going on here, and I am not the one who did anything to it. Who do you think did it? Who would mess with cows? We all love cows. Cows are great. <laughs> and um, the teenage girl goes <laughs> and starts to herself. She's wearing a cows are great shirt. No, she's she's wearing all black. She's wearing <laughs> she's wearing a black t-shirt and black pants and black shoes. And she actually has a really tall top hat on that has steampunk goggles on the front. Am I passively detecting the kind of magic coming out of that hat? Am I passively detecting any way to get me a hat like that? <laughs> no, no magic hats. Yes, you can buy a hat somewhere. I need to find a haberdashery. Well, I don't know anyone who would be messing around with these cows. Has anything changed recently? Any new people? Any new stuff? Any new feed? Well, I mean, I just do the same thing that I always do. Uh, I wake up at five in the morning and I uh, milk Yeah, if cows. you just fast forward through it in your head and then tell me if anything is different. And the teenage girl goes, ha ha, got him. Here's a weird question. They still giving milk? Yeah, I mean, it tastes pretty good. It's fine? Yeah, chocolate milk now. Was it chocolate before? No. <laughs> you didn't think that was weird? No. <laughs> and the, the teenage girl uh, is still standing on top on the fence, and she's, like, trying to poke at the cows, and the cows just keep snapping at her. Yeah, the only good thing that's happened to this town in, like, 10,000 years happened. There's a new hat shop. Where is the hat shop? Do you? Yeah, that's where I got my sick hat. Do you like my hat? It's very good! Hannah Mae, please, no one wants to hear about I your do. hats. I really do, though. You're one of these, the city folk who come in here now that the hattery's up and running? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. Mm. I sense a lot of, uh, antagonism. I'm just here trying to live my life, and I don't need hats trying to pollute my daughter's mind when she should be focusing on cows. If I don't need have these hats, I can't do anything about cows. It's the only cool thing that's happening in this town. Well, we can get out of your hair just as soon as we figure out what's happening with the cows. And if something changed recently, and that something is like a brand new shop that came into town, maybe we should check it out. Also, do you have any plates? Alyssa really needs them. The teenage girl jumped down. Oh man, are you a real robot? No. What? Oh, wait, is that daggers? Do you have daggers? Yeah. Can I touch it? No. What? Please, what if I'm real cool about it? At the end of the day, once the cows are better and we figure out what's happening- But cows are dumb! Your daggers, not dumb. Okay, let's do a little, let's do a little like reward-based- Tracy unsheathed his axe. Here. Oh, Ethan, the robot has an axe though! Trace, show, show her the arm. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, what? Wait, what? 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 Tracy cocks his cannon arm. <laughs> what? I am literally dead. I am dead. You shot me with that cannon and I am a dead person. <laughs> I cast Spare the Dying. Well, you can do magic! There's a magic and a soy and there's a dagger lady and you guys are so cool! You can come hang out with us if you show us where the milliner is. Ah, dad, dad, can I go? Dad, can I go hang out with these people? Yes, you can. Oh, weird, huh? Okay, let's go. Well, Did you guys hear that? Well, it sounds like... Tracy, make a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had to roll for this. Yeah, I know. I was like, hey, I wonder if they're going to roll anytime soon. 14. I did not say that. Go, can someone look at the animals, please? I was going to do animal handling to figure out how these animals are handling this new situation. <laughs> okay, you can. Boom! Do it. And I'll do investigation. And I'll look at her hat some more. Good. So uh, helpful. Roll so for helpful. a hat. Nope. I got a nat 20 for a really cool hat. Brandon. I actually did get an 18, though. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> use your bad... Good. Use your good rolls on this. Good. <laughs> 12 for animal handling. Okay. Just to... I'm not, like, going in and trying to actually handle the animals. Yeah. Good. So when you go over to the fence, the one of the cows snap at you. And for is like, yeah, it's probably for the best you don't touch the things. The cows look fine. Some of them have weird clawed feet, but other than that, they're just kind of like messing with each other. I rolled an 18 investigation. Is there anything funky about like something weird in the pen or something weird about the fence or? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Yeah. So while you're inspecting everything, Ferguson walks up behind him and be like, yeah, I'm not doing anything different. I mean, I just, I give them the same feed and I like give them, and I give them grass to eat. And uh, then they go over to the, to the creek and they drink water. And that's pretty much it. Huh? Could I see that creek? Oh yeah, it's, it's right on the other side of the right on the side of the farm. All right. Well, can I investigate the creek, please? Yeah. 
Oh, that is a... Jesus. That is a 26. Ah, damn. Okay. Ferguson walks you over the creek, which is on the other side of the farm. And this is just a slow-moving creek. It winds and bends. It's pretty dirty in color. There are tall reeds and there's swarms of mosquitoes. It smells pretty bad. It's like an acrid odor in the air. You can also go up to the water. You can smell it. Does it normally smell like this? Uh, not, I mean, not this, but it's just a cray. I mean, we, I've been drinking from it. Not me. I haven't, I don't drink from it, but the cows have been drinking from it for a while. Where do you get your water from? The well. And that's clear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been smelling a little bit different, but I mean, I don't... This is the only water source that I have, unless I'm going to go over to the well each time and pump water for all my cows. Uh, with the investigation check, you can also look farther upriver, and you can see that there is a very large building that you can see the back of. Uh, hey, Haname, is that the hat shop? I mean, that's not it. I mean, that's not where I buy my hats. Is that where they make the hats? I don't know. I just buy the hats. There's cool. I have one that looks like a dragon coming out of an egg. Johnny is walking. Tracy's wonder sensors go off immediately. <laughs> yeah, Johnny O'Cake is leaping through the meadow, and we are going to head upstream toward that building. Ooh, Dad, 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 can I go with him? Can I go? Can I go? Can no, I go? you can't. Can I go? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't... That does not sound like me at all. No, she, she should come. What if... What if we need a reason to be there? We can say that her hat's defective. What it's not, Hannah. It's very cute. Good call. I like it a lot. What if we need a distraction? Tracy says quietly under his breath. Oh, man. I'd be so good. I can do, like, three things real well. I can run, I can scream real loud, and I know stuff about the town. How are those things? Are those good things? You forgot the fourth one. Got a dope hat. Nice. I also like my hat. Thank you. Fifth one? You show me where to get one of them hats. All right, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go, go. Hey, it's Eric. Have you ever moved somewhere new? Maybe an apartment, but you can think even smaller, like a new desk at work. Everything is so clean and blank, but it's sterile and not yours yet. So you find some books or some colored pencils, and you start bringing it in, and slowly you fill up this space. After a while, and a couple trips, this desk looks totally different, and you think, yes, this is mine, and now everyone knows it. Welcome to the mid-roll. I love your Incredible Hulk bobblehead. Hey, hi, hello to our newest patrons, Jay, Sonia, Imogen, New Dude, Nicole, Leonie, Andrea M, Tom, Emily, Fox, Luke, and Holly. You are great and special and magic, and we're so happy that you're here. We have a lot in the works and Multitude Headquarters, and your support means we can keep doing what we're doing, so thank you. We're also here to bring you the best experience ever on Patreon, so earlier this week we revamped some of our Patreon rewards. The party favorite tier is now exclusive merch. Once every quarter, we'll send you a never-before-released piece of merch. Each piece is totally new and totally cool. Did we say it was exclusive just for this tier? We did? Okay, I just want to be sure, because then it's exclusive and you will do it. Party VIP is now the revamped care package. Similar to what we had before, but now it is curated by a different one of your lovely party hosts each time we release. Stick around for that good, good Amanda package. It's going to be terrible, and you're going to get cursed at the end of it. Also, excitingly, Party VIP has been dropped from $50 to $40 an episode. Aw, yeah. Just check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod and get on it. Remember, you can donate for just $1 and be a part of our Discord. Donate $2 and listen to our bloopers and $5 and you get to read our amazing NPC backstories. We are sponsored this week by Calm. Now, I have a lot of trouble getting to sleep sometimes. I keep myself up watching Netflix or playing video games or I listen to podcasts, but neither of those really work because I'm too busy concentrating to actually fall asleep. That's why I'm so excited that we're working with Calm, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. Calm gives you all the tools that you need to live a more mindful life, and they have hundreds of hours of beautiful audio like sleep stories. They're bedtimes for grown-ups. All hell yes. A lovely voice lulling me to dreamland on a soft and smooth pillow for my brain. And when you need a wake up, there is a brand new meditation every day called the Daily Calm, so get yourself right. 
if you sign up now for a premium subscription at calm.com slash join the party. You get 25% off unlimited access on everything in the Calm app. No one wants microtransactions like they're trying to snooze, so you get the whole thing. Get started today at calm.com slash join the party. That is calm, C-A-L-M, dot com, C-O-M, slash join the party. We are also sponsored this week, like every week, by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. This week, friend of the show, Connor McLaughlin, brought over the game Dixit, and my heart felt so full at the end of it. It is a party game with voting, but you're not voting on jokes, you're voting on expressionist French paintings. It is all about connecting words and thoughts to strange visual art in a way that is both calming and fun. I'm heading over to 20-Sided Store as soon as possible to pick up a copy of my own, and then Connor can come hang out with me and play that game. And you can too. Use the code join the party in store or online and save 20% off. That code again is join the party. Check them out at 20, the full word, sidedstore.com or in person in Brooklyn, New York. All right, let's get back to the show. You get to the large building that Hanamei pointed out, and it's this large concrete industrial factory, and you see windows that are suited over, and there's a large smokestack at the top. On the other side of the building, there, like just stuck to the side of it, is a cute French-style boutique hat shop that is painted all white with gold accents, and it's just like Baroque and Rococo as fuck. And on the side of the big building, and delicately, in gold letters, it just says, The Hattery. I want everyone to make a perception check. 18. Does, do I have to do the first roll when I do this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> what kind of D&D question It's always, granted. <laughs> if I don't like it, can I do it again? Brandon, what was that? What kind of question? What? Brandon, what did you roll? <laughs> I got a four. Oh my god. <laughs> Plus two for six. I got a 13. Okay. Anara, yours was the highest. Yeah. You look into the river, and although it's pretty cloudy, you see a pipe going from the back of the factory. It's like buried inside the ground, so it's you can't really see it, but inside of the river, it's large and thick and iron, and if you try to go down there and bend it, you probably wouldn't be able to do it. Now, what a giant robot with big and muscles. Tracy would also not be able to bend it. Gotta shut it off at the source, y'all. If I were to grab some of the water, press the digitate to clean it, mm. could I then using, because I'm like cleaning it using the spell, discern from doing that spell, perhaps the materials in it that caused it to be unpure as I turn it pure? You cannot this do that, seems... but you can just roll an arcana check. Oh, that seems, that makes a lot more sense. I roll. Can Johnny open a <laughs> chemistry lab real fast? <laughs> Johnny takes out his, uh, my first chemistry set. <laughs> And just lays out a whole Make table. it Arcana Takes check, please. Arcana or slide. nature would be... Arcana. Arcana. 15 plus... 5 for a non-natural 20. Great. Okay. There is a high concentration of the chemical mercuria that is in the water. And I know what mercuri- mercuria is. You do. Mercuria. If it's ingested, it makes the person or animal who ingests it hallucinate. And also, there are some other physical side effects, like claws, like claws that are that are less prominent. But the big thing is that <laughs> it makes them aggressive. Prominent. Claws are really it's like prominent. Some side effects, with some side effects, may include hallucinations, <laughs> aggressiveness, claws. I thought that the point chocolate was milk. you want it for the hallucinations, <laughs> but the side effects are claws and chocolate milk. No, 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 no. <laughs> Take it for all your hallucinogenic needs. Also, claws and chocolate milk. No, it makes you. You hallucinate, uh, but so does everyone around you. <laughs> It makes whoever ingested extremely aggressive, hallucinate, and I guess within animals, it makes them kind of like grow out claws. Okay, guys, so are we going to sneak into the factory or are we going to sneak into the hat shop and from there sneak to the factory? Maybe Hannah and I should distract everyone in the hat shop? Love it. By doing a really cool hat montage? Yeah, you, you know Johnny's factory? all about them stealth missions. Let's do this, Anara. Go team stealthy. And I raise my hand for a high five with the cool young rogue who is respectful of her elders and will high five her elder. Yeah. 
Hennis says, oh man, if I knew that this hat shop was like ruining the ruining the environment and messing with the cows and that, I would feel kind of bad about buying the hat, but I would still buy the hat. Hannah, capitalism makes moral compromisers of us all. You and Tracy go into that hat shop. Johnny, you come with me. I'm going to do the sneaking. You be the diversion if anybody sees us. Oh, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Okay, I know that there are two entrances. There's one... Hannah, you didn't know this was the same building as of two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> we will find the other entrance. <laughs> Wait, first of all, there has to be a first of all, sick burn. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, wait, just look over there. And um, <laughs> Inara doesn't look. <laughs> we refuse to look. No one looks. Okay. Hannah, do you know what she was saying about the capitalist? We'll do our thing. Let's buy some hats. All right, let's buy some hats. All right, let's go. All right. As Tracy and Hannah go into the hat shop, there is a vent that's like 10 feet up that you can uh, try to pop open and seek into. There's also a door for a loading dock, but if you try it, it's locked. Inara is going to flip up into the vent. Okay. Why don't you make a stealth roll? I don't doubt that you can jump into the vent, but I want to see how, how loudly you do it. Fair. Well, I got a non-natural 21, so. Amanda, how does an R sneak into the vent? I'm going to climb up on top of the dumpster that is sitting under it. Of course. And from there, just kind of jump up to catch the vent and pull myself up kind of to my elbows then shimmy into my shoulders and then bring my legs in behind me. Before she like shimmies in, I give her a wink and I do two pew pews with my finger guns and I cast guidance which will mean that the next time she has to do an ability check, she will get to roll an extra d4. Great. Yeah, so before I uh, make my way through the vent, I'll turn around and look back at Johnny and say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to open up the, the loading dock. Meet me over there. Finger guns, and I head on over. Okay. Anari, you get dropped right onto the factory floor. It's like steampunk industrial in there. You see that there are workers who are about your size. They all seem pretty short. But they're wearing these, like, hazmat suits and these, like, World War II-esque gas masks. Like, the ones that just cover your whole face and have long tubes at the end of them. The most terrifying kind, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're pulling down these big steam cutters and presses and that are cutting out these shapes and they're searing wrinkles. And they're, like, submerging hats in these big vats of green liquid, which you can probably put together as the Mercuria to achieve the perfect amount of stiffness while keeping them very soft to the touch. It's also pretty ridiculous because these machines are massive and they just pop out these little tiny hats. Adorable. What's the breathability situation? It's, yeah, it's not great in there as you jump down and I want you to make a constitution roll. For sure. Those gas masks are the scariest things that exist. Yeah, they seriously Just period. Agreed. Uh, I got a 12. I am going to pull my shadow cowl up around my nose to try to block whatever fumes I can, but I get the sense that it's it's bad in here. Yeah. No one notices you, and when you pull your the shadow cowl up, you feel pretty woozy, and uh, you can't find the door for the loading dock. Are there any masks or suits hanging around the factory floor? You can't find either of those two things. Like, you're, tr- you're spending much more time sneaking around, and you don't have the wherewithal to, like, navigate the factory floor. All right, so I, I know I feel woozy, and I need to get my hands on one of those gas masks. Sure. So I'm going to kind of drop down from the vent as sneakily as I can and perched as low to the ground as I can be, look around for the closest person to me. Yeah. Uh, I think there's uh, someone who's where is sitting with their feet up. It's like one of the hat inspectors to make sure, like, the brims are particularly firm. And, uh, yeah, it seems like this person just kind of, like, taking a break at their seat. So I'm going to sneak up behind this person with uh, my dagger uh, backward in my hand Mm. and attempt to just kind of knock them real quick with the hilt of my dagger. You feel the light's guidance helping you with this to roll a d4 to help you with that number. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm doing guidance wrong. No, no, that's it. That's 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 how you got it. So my roll is a seven. What do I add to that? Seven plus five. It's a 16. Yay! Yay! Yeah, this person wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you knock them out. And as quickly and stealthily as I can, I'm going to rip their gas mask off, put it on me, take off the hazmat suit, put it on me, and put their body underneath the assembly line 
where nobody's going to be looking. <laughs> I love it. That's, That's a perfect. smart move. Okay. Not in you... danger under the conveyor belt, to be clear. All right. Now that you get your bearings, you feel like you get a better idea of what the factory floor looks like, and you realize behind you, you see a set of lockers and a door. The loading dock? It is loading dock. I am going to uh, surreptitiously just sort of uh, put my hands on my hips, kind of look around, take a look at the at the hat, kind of like push one away, like, ugh, not up to speed, and then walk over to the door and, arms crossed, just lean against it to prop it open a little bit. I'm hiding as best as Johnny can hide, which is actually probably loud fine. Prince. I have yep. some stealth. And noticing the door open... And seeing someone who's wearing a very ill-fitting suit, like <laughs> what should be like a like tall person, but it's like clearly a short person. I'm very going to baggy assume it's, the Nara, ankles. Yeah, it's yeah. Nara. And I'm going to run in and look through any open locker to see if there's a gas mask before things get bad. Yeah, for bang, I'll, I'll point breathing. him bad. Bang, inside the locker, various people's lockers, and you realize that there are hazmat suits of various sizes, and you grab one that fits you. We're going to go to Tracy. Tracy, you and Hannah May. Go into the actual hattery. Ding, ding. That was the bell when you enter a shop. Yeah. Tracy, as you open the door, a bunch of fancy ladies uh, walk by you uh, with big blue bags that have different uh, hats boxes in there, and they just push by you and the team. That was rude. And all of them go, and walk by you. <laughs> come on, customers. Come on in. Come on in. Standing on top of a desk at the front is a little goblin man, and he has on a large top hat. And a very, very deep blue suit. Please come in, uh, look around, find something that you like. He hops down and he gets a good look at you and the teenager and says, I'm sorry, uh, I thought you two were someone else. I have to go take care of our other clientele, but please, as soon as possible, just buy something and leave. And he walks away. So you can see, and they're walking around. There are like other people in other like deep dark blue uniforms, uh, waiting on other fancy ladies, and people are just flitting to and fro around you. And the goblin goes back and sits back in front of your desk and keeps a wary eye on you two. Tracy storms back over to the goblin and says, "That was rude, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, I only assumed that you are here to uh, rabble and rouse. Uh, I will rabble your rouses." That was quite rude! Sir, if you're just going to uh, bother the people who are running this fine establishment, uh, you can just go and leave without a single trilby upon your head. Sir? I came here with money to spend? And I take out my sack of about 700 gold at this point. (laughs) Is that a lot? No, that is a lot. That's definitely a lot. But you had thousands. Yep. But I will take my money to another establishment. Uh, If this is how warforts are treated in this part of town. Oh, sir, excuse, sir, sir, I'm so sorry. I only assumed I, I made an unfair assumption. Please, please, how, how can I be of service? Well, our best, our best people. Would you like some cake? We have cake. I assume you're a jerk, but you can help me if you would like. Oh, sir, you know, you know me better than I know myself. Please, I, I am a big, big jerk. How can I be of service? I, I pulled up a... a a screenshot of hats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where are your pork pies? The, we have an entire pork pie section here. Do you have any stockmans? Yes. Sir, I need to see your brims. Show I, me the good brims. These are all of the good brims. Show me your finest brims. Okay. These are not fine. They're all fine. Are you are hiding. Give me one that's both bolder and subtler. Ooh, I like it when they're both. <laughs> and Hannah Mae says, I want a cool hat. <laughs> Hannah, 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 please, please. Your inside voice, your inside sociable tendencies, please. I would like a cool hat. Much better, madam. Show us your coolest hats. Okay, so I'm going to take Montage. Yeah, the entire time that Johnny and Anara are going to do this, no one inside of the hat shop will know what's going on. Johnny and Anara, you two are making your way through the factory, but now you're disguised as what everyone else looks like, so no one really gives you any mind. As you walk through the factory and uh, pass by all the massive machinery, you see that there is a small office in the back of the factory, which has a large window in it, and of course, a door into said office. Ooh, a um, door into an office, you say. Mm-hmm. And as you look at the and as you look at the window, you see there is a gnome hunched over a desk, and there are hats everywhere. Do we see any? 
pull in case of fire switches or emergency stop switches. Like I'm imagining high school shop and there are like big stop buttons everywhere. I would like my religious senses to be letting me know any kind of divine interference that may be going on. Any kind of like magic from a divine sense. I got you. I know exactly. So like where could Zael have been like messing with? I got you. I got you. So Johnny, make a religion check. I can absolutely make a religion check. And Anara, I guess also make an investigation. My religion is... I'm going to roll see how many hats I've tried on. A high number. Yes! Six. 21. Okay. 22. All right. So, Brandon, you've put on six hats. Yeah. Uh, nice. Johnny, you are focused on one particular hat in the gnome's office. It kind of looks like the sorcerer's apprentice hat from Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah. Actually, instead of like just stars and moons in like a clownish sort of way, there are like stars all over, all over the hat. You're watching the gnome for a little while, and then the gnome grabs the hat and puts it on. And then goes back and starts scribbling a little bit faster. What's the light situation in that office? It is pretty. It's actually. I am less shocked. It's pretty dark in there, except for one industrial light bulb, which is hanging over the gnome. Anara, you see that there is a like a big red stop button, but it's inside the uh, gnome's office. <laughs> big red stop button. I love how every factory has one of those. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you have to know what to do. Stop the presses. No <laughs> one to hold them. No one to fold them. No one to press the stop button. Yes, and it's under glass, of course, because you got to lift. Kenny them. Rogers taught us. I noticed this big red stop button, and I had taken a clipboard earlier, so I just, I'm kind of holding a clipboard, like pointing around. And so as we're doing that, Johnny and I put our heads together and I kind of whisper to him, look at him, give a little nod, and then uh, walk over to a corner of the factory floor Mm. where I take off my gas mask and pull my shadow cowl over my head. As you pull your shadow cowl over your head, your hands start dissolving away and they become less and less corporeal. They become more, more and more purple and they turn into Callie's hands. In the back of your head, you're like, Oh, man, what are we doing? It's been a while. Who are we going to murder today? This is your thing, murdering. You know, Kelly, I think you're going to enjoy today's plan. I'm going to sort of float out of my suit, letting it kind of crumple off into the floor, Mm. and float up into the supervisor's office and rise up behind the supervisor, pull my knife out of my belt, and put it against his throat. This is a takeover of your factory. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yes, okay. Soup. Yeah, they. you can have, yeah, it's, it's not even mine. You can just have it. Yeah, fine, okay, sure. Cool, I, it's fine. Yes, sure, I'm, go ahead. I'm glad you're such a willing participant. Yeah, just man. Just tell me one thing. Where'd this hat come from? Uh, which, my hat? The one you're wearing. It's my thinking hat. Who, who gave it to oh you? God. It's my, I mean, it's mine. I use it to think, and it gives me good ideas. From... It, it's always been mine. What do you what? What do you mean? What? I use it for science. What? It's my science hat. What? What do you want? And you look around the room, and inside of this room, there are calculations written on a chalkboard. There's like chemicals and beakers and experiments and like, like scrapped ideas and lots of papers with like things crossed out of it. And be like, I'm not. I, I just I do research. I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make better hats. I. What do you want? I don't even care. You, Mr. Fancy Pants, he can just have it. This is not, I, he sucks. He's a terrible boss. Who's this? That's uh, the guy who runs the the goblin. In charge of the hat shop? Yeah. It's not, I don't, I just work here. All right. Don't worry. Calm down. You're going to get out of here just fine. Okay. 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 Is it, is Ooh. we were using, we were using owl bears for hats. Was that the bad thing? Uh, that's super not good. But, but the, the specific bad thing I'm here about is the chemical that you're pouring into the river. What are you, uh, what, we're not pouring anything in the river? You see that there is a, uh, a vial of the same green liquid that you saw inside of the factory. Yeah, that, that green stuff, that's no good. It's having effects on the environment that you guys might not have intended, and we're going to halt production right about now. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I'm just trying to make a better hat brim. If I can, I need just need more time to do that, and I can, if it's, what is it doing? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, bad stuff. You get me the recipe to this chemical right now. Uh, you know, I can do you one better. I have an antidote. It's right up there. It's right, it's right there. And, uh, he points up and there is a bucket 
that says uh, Mercuria Antidote on it, and there are very explicit instructions about um, how to uh, how to cure it and how to uh, administer it. You're going to get right on out of here. Run and don't look back. And I'm going to grab the hat. I'm going to press the stop button, and I will briefly make my arm visible to point out of the office. Yeah, he he starts to scream and just runs out of the room. As I hear the screaming, I'm going to do thaumaturgy to hide the screaming and announce using the most professional voice possible. Mm. Attention, workers of the Hattery. It's a break time to celebrate the wonderful holiday of the cow running time fun times. Please leave and enjoy this wonderful holiday. In fact, take the next three to eight months off. All paid <laughs> by your wonderful employers here at the Hattery. All the yeah, they don't need to be convinced. All the employees just like pull off their gas. They don't even wait for anything to stop. They just pull off their gas masks and be like, "All right, vacation!" And everyone just runs out of the factory. Summer break. Uh, Hobart goes flying everywhere. <laughs> no more teacher. No more school. <laughs> Vacations no, all I yeah. ever wanted. A guitar solo happens in the background. Schools. Alice Cooper walks out. Summer. Tracy, as you're trying on hats, there's like a big uh, window. I currently have on. <laughs> Good. I currently have on a Stormy Cromer. Cromer? Okay. You should get that. Stormy Cromer. You can see uh, just like tons of just workers like in hazmat suits, peeling off hazmat suits and throwing masks up in the air. And uh, the goblin inside was like, what? Wait. What? Is- What's sir, on? this brim is not robust enough. No, excuse me, Please sir. Please show I, me another. Excuse me, I have to deal with, no, with, no, with an issue. No, no, it is not fruity. Excuse me. I need it to be bold. Uh, and then the goblin runs out of the runs out of the office. Tracy, with... long arm of the law, to grab him. All right, make an attack roll. Yeah! <laughs> also, I super need that hat. Now, earlier when you said I had to take the roll that I rolled. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, what you roll, Brandon? Are you sure that it has the thing? I do. Uh, I roll a two plus. He punches a hole through the glass door. <laughs> three grabs like a stack of papers. Two plus three for a five. I'm sorry. He grabs the hat off his head. <laughs> no, actually, I know what you do. You fire the long arm of the law, and it just goes wide left and busts through the, busts through the window. And Hannah May goes. I didn't need that window anyway. Natural light is beautiful. And Hannah May goes anarchy <laughs> and starts pushing over all the hats that you can find. Hannah, take all the hats. Oh, let's go. <laughs> and she grabs hats and starts running out the door. Redistribution of wealth, baby! <laughs> Everything has gone to hell. It's all gonna hell. It's gone to hell in a hat basket. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the factory, I'm gonna grab the antidote, grab the hat, put it under my arm, and run the hell down those stairs to join Johnny. I am as a member of the working class proletariat of this factory, have joined the celebrations, pretending I've been working there this whole time of the bourgeoisie who's now given us this freedom Mm -hmm. of three to eight months of liberty and this day off, all paid, and sneak my way out as part of the massive crowd outside the door and escape. I'm just going to hoop and holler and say, like, man, robust social safety net, am I right? (laughs) All right. All four of you, in the chaos, all four of you meet up. And Hannah Mae says, okay, well, now what do we do? Back to the cows. I got an antidote. All right, let's go. So you guys run back to Abbott's farm where Ferguson is holding back a large crowd. It's a lot of the people from the factory and people you saw running around the town square and the organizer, Alyssa, and the young woman who ran up to her. And everyone is crowded around the cow fields. They all chanting, start the run, start the run, start the run, start the run. And Ferguson is trying to hold people back like, well, now hold Hold on, no one should be going in inside of there. No one should be messing around with these cows. We can't do this. Alyssa in particular is trying to get up in his face and trying to get this thing started. While Inara, Tracy, and uh, Hannah May head towards the cows, yeah, Johnny's going to head towards Ferguson, who's keeping back Alyssa and her crowd of rambunctious townsfolk. Yeah. These are 100 people who are all dressed up like bandits. 
So, like, it looks even a little more menacing than it is. Johnny, as he's running through, I'm going to dress myself up as, like, a super bandit. Like, the most bandit. Okay. And I'm going to get up there, climb on the fence to the top, and start speechify to get them all hyped and distract them. What is it? Now, boy, howdy. Am I just so excited to start here tonight? With this uh, here, a uh, cow fun time running, how fun time happy times. Now, we all know that this year we have been promised some amazing cows. I got to tell you right now that these cows have been revved up and they're ready to run and chase these bandits out of here. And I got to tell you that all of us, all of us from the smallest kid over there to the oldest octogenarian over there, we're going to have the rambunctious time. Rambunctious time. Okay. I mean, you don't even have to roll. This is great. All right. Great. All right. Anara, you get a chance to read the instructions on the antidote. Yes. So on the third step, it's have infected victims smell vapor of liquid. And four, wait. So I'll share this information with Tracy and Hannah Mae. Okay, so what's the fastest way we can get this to all the cows? Um, I can blow on it. Good uh, start. Good, Hannah, great. Good, very good. Yes, and? Okay. Um, great. Uh, I could load some in a capsule in my cannon and fire it into a big puff of smoke vapor cloud. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. You open it up, and it's really uh, purple and smoky. And you can see it's actually just like there's like a, a rock-sized chunk of something. That is making this move. Tracy just grabs it out of the bucket, shoves it in his cannon arm, and since it's a thunder cannon, yeah. you have both giant sound waves and heat. Mm-hmm. And okay. I aim it towards the pin. What do you use for your artificer spells? Intelligence. We're into Act 3 now. Okay, make an intelligence roll. 10 plus 2 for 12? <laughs> I mean, it's all above, he's doing is shooting. It's above, yeah, it's it's just a thing I can do. Anything, just to you go know? up in the air. It's not a great roll. It's Ugh. just a thing I can shoot things out of my arm. It's just a piece take of magic me? if you have no magic rolling skills. Why does anyone do anything? Fish. There. Ten plus two. Okay, with a ten plus two, you put the purple rock inside of your cannon, and you load it up and shoot the vapor into the air. And you, you shoot out this massive puff of purple smoke that covers the entire herd of cows. And the cows, like, cough, which is weird because you know, I've never seen a cow cough. But uh, you've you been can around see many cows. Yeah. <laughs> you, they are slowly become more and more docile, and they stop jumping on each other, and they stop chewing on each other. And you see the ones that have claws, like, it just retracts back to hooves. And you fix the cows. We fix the cows. I place one cool hat on one choice cow. And Ferguson says, wait, did you do it? Can we Can we start? And Alyssa was, I was like, can we start already? Can we start the running of the cows? Johnny says, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the running of the cow time. Spectacular spectacle. Blah, 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 blah. Johnny, do the fireworks. And then I cast all my light-based <laughs> magics in the air. Ferguson throws the gate open, and the cows start clomping out. They don't run. They yeah, just they're just like, like idling by, right? Yeah, like, they idle. Is... They idle down <laughs> the, the main street. This and was see... always low stakes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like the and the banners <laughs> are like, oh yeah. And, like everyone's like jumping over cows and are just like making doing like bad parkour stunts next to the cows. Some cows stop outside of the road to eat. <laughs> it was like, oh man, I totally stopped that cow. And then it's just like chewing on some stuff. And uh, Alyssa's like, well, I think that this is the best running of the cows ever. And all because of me. Ferguson says, well, I, this, this is the most excitement that I've had in in years around me. I would just want to thank you and for helping fixing the cows and for giving my daughter a good time out in the town. You know, you got you got a great daughter there. Um, I'm going to entrust to you guys this bucket of purple stuff that fixes the green stuff. So hopefully the factory is a lot more responsible if and when it comes back. But if it's not, I'll entrust this to you. Yeah, I think the factory, it seems like the factory's done for a little while there. At least uh, three to six months. <laughs> at least three to six months. Three to eight months. Uh, Tracy, can you put this uh, purple stuff back in the bucket for me? 
Sure can. And I discharge the what would be an empty shell, but is a piece of purple rock. Yeah. You try to empty the the rock from your gun. You can't do that. Uh, how bad did you want this? Not that bad. Okay, uh, it might take a second. Um, this is embarrassing. Uh, Brandon, unfortunately, that rock is stuck in your gun, and until you get it fixed, you can't use your regular gun, but you can shoot out a chemical cloud. But right now, the rock is stuck in there until you get someone to look at it. You can't get it out. Cool. Cool. That's fair. You have a smoke screen. That's pretty cool. No, that's helpful. Hannah Mae goes up to all of you and says, Oh, man, this has been the best day ever. Uh, can I get a high five from everybody? Tracy rears his arm as far back as he can and jumps as high as he can in the air, aiming for her hand. It's a very good high five. Do you guys join in? Johnny will respectfully do a handshake, as is uh, <laughs> Johnny's way. And I am going to teach Hannah Mae a secret team handshake. As Johnny and Anara are doing respective secret handshakes with Hannah Mae, Tracy, you feel the rumble in your back. I reach in my bag and take out the book of things to come. The book does its, its normal thing. It flips all the way to the front and all the way to the back and then opens up the to-do list. And you see slowly, running with the cows, is crossed out. Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fichet, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime. Join our community online by following at JoinThePartyPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, jointhepartypod.com. And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at jointhepartypod.com. If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.